when the enthusiasm of the youth encounters the wisdom of experts that is when we are creating a future that is inspiring for all of us hello and welcome to the inspiring the future podcast my name is suganya sundram mother to two super kids sales professional for 14 years and your host for this show in this show i connect with people who have been there and done that and make them share their stories strategies and best practices to help us transform our lives excel in our business or career a marketing professional with 18 years of experience in developing global marketing and brand strategies he has gained valuable expertise in the past by working with brands like perfumes bar razor alton happiest minds and brillio to name a few a creative mind a business acumen and a communication experts let's welcome amit gupta and learn a little bit more from his end welcome to the show hey thanks for inviting suganya it's great it's my pleasure to be here uh, yeah It's really our pleasure to have you. I mean, with your kind of an uh, professional experience that you have, we're looking forward to a really exciting conversation today. So let's begin with something uh, very simple. You know, let's see how uh, you've come so far. I would like to know a few events in your life that made uh, you the kind of person that you are today. So if you were to name three of them, what would they be? So if you ask me, um, you know, there are certain things that I was not there today. Uh, the way I am. uh without the experiences that happened in my life for example one of them is uh, uh i did my engineering for example from iit iit varanasi earlier uh, this we used to call it iit bhu uh, that's life changing event for me as such because i come from a very humble family and uh, uh, basically what happened like uh, once you crack this kind of examination you have a different kind of a road map in front of you and it's choices that you make in your life so that's one of the area where i would say it's a life changing event for me the second is i would call it uh, my f- second job where i got an opportunity like happiest minds uh, where i got an opportunity to lead and leap everything the way i want to do it basically so there was a manager who has like uh, given me all the opportunities like you strive and thrive whatever you want to do it you do in your life basically in the sense uh, delivering the things that you want to do the way you want to do so these are the two things that i would say call out uh, a big life changing event for me as such uh, third one i just keep it hold like that has to come in future so I, there's no third one today excellent <laughs> i'm glad i think that will help us bring you back to the show once again to know the third one when you're ready with it yes. that's really great i think that's amazing let's get i would like to get into a, a bit more on this aspect where you said you know the career and and the path that you've chosen how it changed your life so you are into marketing for about 18 years now with an 18 years of ex- expertise that you have and um, marketing as such now has become not just marketing it has like i, I don't know like n number of divisions within within the uh, entire aspect of it so what is it that you have worked with in terms of marketing in the past 18 years so i would put it that way i am uh, if you say by edu- education uh, i did uh, selected few Uh, courses in marketing in, during my MBA days, but having said this, I am a core MBA finance guy who started his career with the you know engineering background, uh, dwelling into all these kind of thing like when I talk about you know marketing, finance, HR, everything that uh, we taught teach you basically, right? After that, the uh, global recession came in when the Lehman Brother collapsed, right? In US, it's like a two thousand eight story. Uh, there, if you see it, the jobs were very scarce, very limited jobs. I was the one who was a finance background. There was no finance job because Lehman Brothers was in the financial sector itself. Uh, 
I have to choose a marketing as an option because of campus placement that was. So, uh, you know, it was quite easy for me because uh, the kind of uh, question being asked in that kind of interview is related to finance and rest of the people are marketing. So they say, rupee appreciation is good or bad for economy. I said, was nobody better than, uh, you know, I knew it in my marketing other colleagues, basically or friends yeah. in the college. So that was the first mover for me. Basically, I entered into a company called Brillio. And from there, I started doing marketing, learned all bits of marketing. Like initial days, if you ask me, 2008, 9, uh, search engine optimization and all this digital era was coming into the picture. Everybody was thinking, okay, print to digital. Uh, the budgets were moving into print to digital. Lot of things happening into digital side of it. It's just picking up. Um, because of the kind of internet bandwidth and things like that, people have it and the kind of software people consume it. So basically, I've always worked into IT services, software companies, um, and it's always sold as a, you know, non-tangible, I call it, as a stuff, right? It's not like a commodity or something like that, that you yeah. buy from the market. It's not the product, product, or touchable product. So it's a, all the cost is a human cost. So in that kind of scenario, you have to build the marketing or do the marketing, not kind of a printed ad or display ad kind of a thing you have to just have go digital so this is the one thing that started in the career uh, i touched upon different side of it uh, and this is very very i would say not doing marketing but a bit of pieces of marketing that i was a part of and doing different activities later part of my career i would say after four years when i touched upon all these marketing stuff the thing I talked about in the happiest mind. So opportunity given to you, you drive marketing as a function. And that's a bigger opportunity because now you started understanding your customers and it's marketing is all about understanding customers, customer behaviors, right? How they purchase, you know, why they purchase, what they purchase. And these are most of the marketers in today's scenario generally don't think that way. Uh, they always biased with, okay, let's do some digital ads, do something um, without thinking much about what customer care for. The reason I would say is one of the things they are not exposed to customers. Most of the marketing, uh, you know, function, and especially when I talk about B2B marketing side of it, they, sales is a front end. Sales, sales do all the jobs, they get some lot of insights, they know what's happening in the market. But most of the marketers in this domain, never been as a part of this entire system so i would say uh, you know one advice to all the people all the youngsters or whosoever's watching this video uh, they should go further talk to the sales and customer success team and say you know before i join this company i want to talk to at least 10 customers i want to talk to or maybe in those calls where the sales guys are there talk to all the customer success what the problem is solved and the, what are the problem customers are facing and the third is the product teams where they talk to the product, what you're building and what kind of a, you know, benefits you're providing the customer and how they derive the outcome of those. So these are some of the learnings that you learn over a period of time. Earlier is better. I would say I learned these things later in my life. I would say, you know, for all the Gen Z's who are watching this, as soon as possible, whenever you join, maybe you can ask your managers or your CEOs, whosoever is there, get those things early in the first or two, three months kind of very true. I think that's something that's uh, very important to for a marketing person to know to even sell the brand or sell a product to know what the pain points are, right? And the pain points are always in the hands of the sales or or, or the people who are actually in touch with the customers. Right. So that's very, very important. So if I talk about, like you said, uh, about digital marketing, if we go into a little deeper into that, 
you had started such a, at such an early phase i think a lot of the marketers started only um, a lot more during the pandemic i think when we didn't have that option to reach out to the consumers in any other way i think digital was the only thing left for the marketers to kind of uh, work with so how um, difficult was it uh, you know to reach out to the customers through a digital marketing platform then the other uh, aspects that are there in the marketing for for the uh, customer reach out so uh, let me you know go back a little bit and i would say marketing is all about the psychology so the better psychologist are the better marketer and not you know marketing it but i'm saying in general it's not necessary you need to study psychology but as a human being you're marketing to humans right so whether it's a digital or whether it's non digital right any platform you choose your creation is very important so when i say there is two things happen one is you create things and then the platform that help you distribute things so it can be digital it can be non digital now coming back to digital platforms so it's if you are early in any of the platform that people are liking it if for that matter for example it's very very early age of that platform distribution perspective then you should latch on those platform uh, to get more mileage out of it again your content is something that sells it's not about the distribution so for example if today instagram facebook any of its platform linkedin you try to market these things it's very difficult what is going to work what is not going to work it's 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 simple if you care about your customer so if i need something right if my okrs as a person i'm saying uh, is something like uh, you know you have to generate more leads you have to create a better brand and kind of thing and your content tell me about exactly i mean how i will help you create your brand or create your get you more leads without any string attached so when i say no string attached in the sense you are not asking for payment you are not asking for anything else you are just creating an awareness basically about your content you are telling me as a coach as a guide right those kind of a content your team should be writing as a marketer so you have to think about customer first then think about what platform you choose and even you choose a platform example i, I told you about linkedin it should be more organic ad is just a push so even i have seen lot of people burn their money on ads they don't get the kind of outcome they wanted to have it and they think it's a easy way to get out get things up organic if you see there's a lot of content that go viral and people ask me how you can create the virality virality of the content is very very difficult thing and again i'm saying when you're marketing to humans when you care about your customers only in that scenario you can think about uh, your customer i'm saying being on their shoes basically if you call call it that so we'll get into a little bit more on the content part which you spoke about i think uh, i'll i'll come back to that space i want to get back to you and know you a little bit more so if we have something called the xyz factor in our show so if i talk about your x factor meaning the superpower so if you were to tell me one superpower of yours that you know people who know you can depend on you for what would that one superpower be so uh, so the way i lead the thing is basically i am a coach guide mentor kind of a person so i give opportunities to people to again thrive in this environment so people who work with me they uh, i would you know appreciating myself but i'm saying they are always being loyal in the sense wherever i go they always come to me and they say i want to join your company wherever you are because i like really you right the second thing is uh, when you give opportunity to people especially i i would not shy away saying that these young crowd that is coming today they they have more ideas than i have it today 
right? Because things are changing, the environment is changing, and the generation, the way they cater or we cater to, they have bigger and better ideas. So all the managers, I, I my approach to this is to give them the power, empower them. Uh, always responsibility, take out for responsibility. I again say that. So responsibility and freedom has like a inversely proportional kind of a relation. So the more responsibility you give, I think, and the more freedom you give, the better it is for people, right? And uh, try to stay away from anything else apart from these two things. Hire for the best. And if you A-class people, if you don't get the A-class kind of a thing, then hire somebody who can you train to. And training is very, very important part of anybody's career. Don't think if you train, they leave you. They will never leave you because they stay in that company for longer. Excellent. So moving to your why factor. So why is, uh, you know, where is that all that energy coming from? So when, uh, you know, what motivates you to keep going and keep doing what you do today? So one of the thing is uh, marketing uh, was never my first wife, I would say. Uh, I was like an MBA finance guy. So I like doing those things. Uh, but once I picked it up 16, 18 years back, I really enjoy it because uh, it's, it's, a, it's a very, very gray area. It's like a, when you're marketing to humans, you don't know everybody's psychology of buying is different and that is like and this is ever changing field for example it's like like a two into two is always four in marketing uh every time new things come in finance that i realize uh, it's two into two is always four and there's like a rule of the law that's written it's kind of i would not say all the finance guys who are my friends also it's sort of it's like a boring uh sector versus the marketing is something that thrives right so, so I think once you've tasted the the, the marketing yeah. aspect of it, yeah, it's like you can't go back. So yeah. excellent. So uh, coming back to the first point, so your uh, you know um, the X factor that you spoke about, you spoke a lot about your leadership, and I want to tell my uh, uh, you know listeners also that uh, you have been in a leadership role for for quite some time now. So if you were to tell us some, uh, you know, some takeaway in terms of leadership and you were to give somebody an advice on how to, uh, what is the three main characteristics of a leader to kind of thrive and succeed in, in a leadership role? So one thing is don't see like a, uh, you're a really serious, serious person when you are, I'm saying serious in the sense, two things seriousness comes in. One is uh, serious in the sense, I'm saying stress part of it. If you show your team there's a lot of work, a lot of stress and things like that, they also get stressed out. So you should be a kind of sponge where the other uh, leadership team that you, you know, have it, you have company goals and things like that, you have the tendency to absorb these things at your level itself. Don't pass it on to people. I hardly have seen people, they say when the house is on fire, then everybody has to feel the heat. Everybody feels this kind of thing. I, I don't I, I disagree with this because I say when house is on fire and as a leader, your job is to let everybody vacate this house right first, and you should be the last one. So that's the first advice to all the people who are leading the teams. The second thing is uh, give them opportunity, I'm saying, and show them the career path. It's about them, it's not about you. You as a leader also is an employee of the company. The the other people person you are maybe you know part of your team they're also employed of the company very clearly uh, you have to just tell them how you are shaping their career so two things matter and you have to explain one is your compensation part of it and i will come back to that part uh, because it's a very very dicey thing and nobody like to hear this 
The second is your learning part of it. Uh, when you learn during your job, your outcome automatically increases. Your compensation. A lot of people talk about you know I need this kind of a compensation. All it will automatically come. Nobody can take it away from you. Your yeah. job is just to keep doing the things the way you want to do it in that company, aligning with the goals that company has it. And if your leaders are not giving those roles, you have to ask. And for the leaders, I would say share most of the thing that you hear from the top, except minus negative things. Don't share it back to the team in the sense. Just talk about all the positive things, like how you can grow, how you want to grow, and how important you are in your in the team, basically. So that thing you have to realize them every time. And I would always say, as a leader, you have to over communicate. Most of the organization, there's a lot of things in our brain, and that keeps processing. So you have to over communicate. You have to fun and energize kind of a thing with these people. Open it up. There should not be any barrier, and when they go for a sleep, also, for example, I don't know. In my early days, I used to have this kind of feeling. Whenever my manager says to me something, I go back to sleep, and that thing always haunts me. Right? What has happened? What I did wrong? Manager might not be thinking. He is stay away because he he just spoke and he moved out. So as a leader, you should be very conscious about what you speak to your people because it stays in their head. Right? So. The kind of words you choose—it's very, very important. Great. Now I know why uh, you know you mentioned that uh, all the people are always in you know with you wherever you move or wherever you are. That's great leadership advice. So moving to your uh, you know the final Z factor, um, I'm sure you had your down days as well. There must be times when you go to bed and you have like ten things running in your mind. But how do you refresh yourself? How do you come back and you know keep moving forward? So if you ask me those days. Uh, <laughs> it's difficult. See, once you have, I, I would, I, I would be very blunt. Once you have money in the bank, for example, some reason, and if if you have or if you don't have, I will give you both the scenarios. So, if you ask me today, uh, maybe my company people are not seeing this, but I the way I. But what I'm saying is, I generally go back. I when I go back to sleep, and if there's something is haunting me, I just think about two aspect of it. One is I'm very very small person in this entire planet, right? Uh, and there are so many planets out there in this universe, right? And life comes and goes immediately in a you know fraction of things. In the sense, you have you have to live here seventy eighty years back somewhere. So why to take tensions and why to take yourself down kind of thing? The thing that can uh, do wonders in the sense when you get any kind of feedback from the top or from the bottom. Uh, you uh, you know internalize it, realize it. Ask yourself what was the reason behind the other person's point point of view. It's very important. We have to be on other person's view. Uh, understand one other thing, like why they said what they said. Kind of. If you would be in their place, would you not react in the same way? Right. Those thoughts should come in your mind. Right. It's And a lot it's, difficult. It's a uh, thing. Then the other other way around is to you know not on something when you are on the bed. Think that you have to count how much money you have banked and how much life you have left. <laughs> the second thing is, the second thing is where you say it. Okay, I don't. As a Gen Z, they might not have enough money. They might not earn, but they have the entire life for them. So there's two things. If you are, if the environment itself is not good, I would suggest they should move out and find out the suitable kind of either role or the kind of a company they want to work with, and they have to really work hard. 
you can't creep and remain in the same company that's that's not advisable not acceptable third thing is the way i learned it you as a, as a person uh, you know you never never ever feel uh, low in the sense life is so big and you never know what can come in the next what's waiting and we are always thinking about tiny issues that come in our life and i, I would suggest to everyone just think as a tiny issue because your life itself is a very very tiny piece in this planet right so never ever take things so seriously when it comes on the negative side of it excellent so i'm sure as a leader i'm sure you know you must have inspired a lot of people who've come your way and uh, you know they a lot of people look up to you and probably you know they take advice from you but if you were to talk about your inspiration and uh, you know one person that you look up to who would that be so generally i i don't have as a role model role model per se but i look at my parents my father basically he is a very hard working person so i one thing that i did not have uh, you know in early days of my career because what happened i was very hard working and i was 15 17 kind of a time uh, period uh, i think i in between i was a bit down uh, 15 17 what happened when i was preparing for iit and all i cracked that exam you get a complacency set in and that happened to most of the people that comes for because everybody from the iits are not sitting at the very top level right there are few those go it doesn't matter you are from iit or non iit so one thing i learned um, you know as a role model so usually very really hard working person uh, the second thing is i love all the entrepreneurs in this community how small they are doesn't matter right so i look up to every entrepreneur that way if somebody has done something or achieved something or not so achieved something but have a courage to do something in their life those are my people i look for and read their stories so that's my uh, you know way of looking at things great excellent i think that's an amazing way to look at it and there are so many inspirations like yourself like how we've had you here today um to give the inspiration to all our listeners i think there there are a lot of like you said other people who are out there who can inspire us on an everyday basis um and as you rightfully mentioned i think even the gen z's today that uh, you know that are in our organization there is so much to learn from them from from the time that uh, we had and the kind of uh, you know thought process that they have i think there's a lot of takeaway there itself yeah i think it's good conversation So um just one last thing before we you know close the conversation there's of course one thing that we always leave our listeners uh one growth hack for the gen z's that you would suggest uh to kind of bring their dreams into reality what would that one growth hack be so two th- two things uh, there's a different career path i would say right i would always encourage everybody including my family members also and they are entrepreneurs by the way uh, to start something of your own uh, all the gen z's in india because that that's very very important whatever money you are making i guarantee you and i you take my words if you have a passion and courage for that particular thing uh, you know any particular thing i would say just start don't waste your time uh, working for someone making money for someone make money for your passion not just money i think follow your passion don't work for money that's one advice i would uh, give you after being so long i have my wife she is an entrepreneur so we decided one person should work and one person should be you know running a business so that's how we negotiated so yeah. she said i will be entrepreneur you work 
and, and i think it's very uh, very necessary to have that uh, balance in the house right uh, for the kind of lifestyle that there is today and the kind of expenses that are there today it's it's just a lot more comfortable if that balance is there right and another another thing you ask one advice both that i would say second is a hard work there's no substitute everybody said this but hard work in the right direction in your passion then work is not a work actually it's a cliche but that's, no, true. that's true if i leave this conversation with not saying this i think it's uh, not just as to this entire conversation so hard work is a key great thank you so much i think this conversation was amazing there was so much of takeaway uh, in terms of your experience that you've had throughout your uh, professional career thank you so much for being here today yeah thanks madam thanks for inviting me